It's 1001 LA Nights. This is LA Rivers with you with another episode of the podcast that celebrates writing and writers. Scheherazade told stories to save her skin. I tell stories to stay inside of mine. Today, we're looking at resurrection. Now, whether you are a celebrator of Easter from the Christian tradition or the pagan tradition or whatever tradition you wish. Um, I like the idea and the concept of becoming renewed, renewing within ourselves. And a lot of the stories I write have exactly to do that, finding that spot in life where we're not actualizing ourselves, where we're not living to the fullest and then being brave enough to make the changes, to make it different. Today's guest is Shervin Hojit. He's a poet and a very good friend of mine. I've known Shervin for years now as a friend, as a client, as a student, and as a big fan. It was my, jo- <clears throat> it was my joy to help Shervin on the journey of getting published He chose self-publishing for his book of poetry, Symphony of My Heart. And I sent him to the different resources and was lucky to find him a poetry editor through my own developmental editor, whose name I don't share because she doesn't want to edit for a whole lot of people and uh, she's mine, damn it. Uh, But anyway, reached out to her and through her professional connections, found Shervin, several editors he could interview and he found just the right one. And we talk a little bit about that on um, his interview here in just a minute. I'll be reading from some of his poems. And you can find Shervin on Audible, Amazon, and uh, Kindle, wherever books are sold. If you do read Shervin's work, go give him a review. Because as you know, don't just buy books, but review the books. And of course, buy books. If you're a writer, it's good karma. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later in the podcast. But for now, we're going to listen to a great interview with Shervin and myself as we talk poems, being vulnerable, putting yourself out there, and what it's like to be an engineer with the heart of a poet. have a very special guest today. This is Shervin Hojit with me. He is a poet. He is a friend. I have known Shervin for many years. Um, And I am so delighted to have him on the show because this book of his has been a labor of love, sweat, blood, and tears. And it's it's amazing. So welcome to the show, Shervin. And like all guests, I'm going to say, um, after you say hi, tell us about your book. Hi, Loria. I'm very happy to be on your show. Uh, the title of my book is Symphony of My Heart. And that's a collection of uh, poetries that I am expressing some of, the, some of the feelings I've gone through. And some of them actually has been uh, in dreams I had, and I have uh, brought it into, into, into writing. And that's uh, 
this is very dear to me because I, it made me feel very vulnerable, wanted to share it with other people, but I knew that was something it was needed to do. Uh, and that's why I, I, I published it. Right. And you've got it, um, you've got it on Amazon and Kindle, Audible and iTunes. I'm very proud of you. Um, Thank you. Having walked this journey with you. Um, things came to you in your dreams. And you turned them into poems. Talk about that a little bit. And, and, what was it like to take a dreamscape and shape it into words? It was, it was for me, what's refreshing. It was formal acknowledging what, what's coming to me and actually putting in the writing and actually uh, just somebody, uh, I look at it, somebody hearing what, what was coming to me and I actually put it on paper. And that was really, uh, it's formal acknowledging what was coming to me. I wanted right. to share it. Right. That's a very vulnerable space. You mentioned that to be that vulnerable and put, you know, your journey, your your emotional being, in front of people. That takes guts. What was that process like? Well, that that process was 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 very difficult, and I had I needed to kind of do a trade off. Do I want to be acknowledge what's going on with me being honest with myself or do i want to kind of have an image of looking good and strong in a sense mm -hmm. if you want to be and i at the end i decided it's more important to be true to myself mm. and if people like what i have written they can connect with it more to it and if they don't that's that's fine too so that was a kind of that was the toughest thing and being okay with that if somebody doesn't like it or judge it or whatever, that's, that's okay. We don't have to agree with everything we hear. Right, right. That's a really good reminder for most writers. You know, there are going to be pe people who love what you do and connect with it. Those are your people. And there are people who aren't going to. Um, years ago, when you and I first met, I think it was like 20, well, we first met briefly in like 2012 or 2011 but then we connected again in austin in 2014 um and i remember your whole <clears throat> mindset was in connecting to the heart you wanted to get more connected and help men connect into the heart space um that was a while ago how do you feel from then to now um about that about about that connection to the heart space and allowing that vulnerability to be a strength. Actually, that's I. What what I've gone through as actually it's really it's very rewarding. It's connecting to the heart. Sometimes it's not easy, <laughs> and mm -hmm. at the same time, when we go through it, when we go through, uh, sometimes disappointment, sometimes just being things come up. But looking back at it, I just say, I'm glad I have taken the journey. I'm really, I look at everything as a blessing, even mm -hmm. the hardship, because that's where I am. And I, I, I can sense it when I feel connection. I, I know the quality is much different, but I knew, mm -hmm. then I knew there is the possibility. I, it has to be that I know there's a possibility there's something 
everything out there and I'm searching for it. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm finding more and more as actually I let go of my belief and whatever the, uh, my fear and, and those kind of stuff. And I feel more clarity and more purity to connect. Yeah. And just so listeners know, your day job, you're an engineer. I mean, you're in your head for that. And so connecting into the heart space is an exercise when you daily have to be in your head. Um, But how did that wonderful ability to map things out or plot or plan things help you in the structure of your poems? Uh, in, in a, oh, that's a good question. Let me see. Um, it's it helped. It, in a sense, it helped me to uh, to have to have some structure. But uh, at the same time, I didn't have too much structure. The way the things came up to me, the the process of what how the poems come to me besides you know uh it's it just builds up there's something builds up in me and it comes to the point that says it's like the uh, the water is full the glass is full it has to empty it out and then that's this is a process okay i i give it the time i just say set it a priority for it i say this is not need to work on it but sometimes it happens at work I, there's something has to be written down has to be expressed i just see this put aside 10 minutes and let it go, and then look back mm-hmm. at it later if it needs to be. But that's how uh, I make it as a priority, no matter where I am. Uh, I need to, so it comes up, I make a priority, like if it's an emergency at work. <laughs> great, great. So when you were working on this, it got to a stage where you were ready to finally go and, and make this book happen. And you reached out and and said, you know, I think I need, I think I need some some help. And you went first and got a cover artist. And um, that that when you started sending, you know, hey, what do you think of these options? And that cover yeah. was so beautiful. Um, it, it's such a good cover. How did it feel? to take those steps to get the cover and then later hiring a poetry editor. So somebody who specifically works with poets. What were those experiences like? Well, both of those experiences for me was actually the sign because I was kind of, uh, I was stuck beside being, feeling vulnerable. I don't want to do it or not. I was saying how I'm going to be doing it. How is it going to happen? I was thinking I'm going to be doing it all myself and just say, okay, I don't know all of this stuff. What's so that was the thing. And I, you know, as a part of talking with you and, and reaching out, I just said, okay, I will ask for help. Let's see. If I waited kind of a signal for the universe to show me uh, what's coming up. And if I knew it was coming with easy and it feels right, I know, I know I was on the right track. And that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. I found, uh, I found the best people that could help me and they were very supportive. So the, the cover person was just totally, uh, totally, totally pleasant. At the beginning, I had a hard time finding her for one week, just exchanging email, but that was patient. I just said, okay, let's see what how it comes out. And then that happened. And then the editor, of course, she was 
she gave me a space, you know, she, she made changes to, to some of the stuff, but also gave me freedom if I like it or not. So I, I kind of had to, the way I looked at it, I had several pages I have to look at. I looked at the pages that I knew it was easy. I could accept or reject, you know, that was mm -hmm. easy. The one that it was kind of half between, I would take time. I look at it if I wasn't sure, I'll come back again later and just say mm -hmm. how, how it feels. So that's a, that's a process I kind of, uh, I want to make sure what I express, it shows up there rather than something, something else. And that was very important. Mm -hmm. and, and as you said, your editor worked with you. She didn't say, no, it has to be changed. She yes. said, it might read better this way. Yes, yes. And then you got the final decision because it's your book. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, wanna, I wanted to make sure that the words don't distract people or if it's not something right, I, you know, they lose the message. So that was, that mm -hmm. was I had to do that trade-off. Okay, I want to make sure there's something that flows and mm -hmm. people can connect with it rather than let's say, oh, it's my word and I, I cannot change it. That's, that, that wouldn't right. make sense to me. Right, right, right. I'm a big fan of editors. And in fact, we found yours through mine. Because when you said, yes. you know, maybe I need an editor, um, I got a hold of my editor, Jana Hill, who I need to get some more manuscripts too. Um, she's waiting. But mm -hmm. she's, she's a professional editor, and I knew she had a network, and it was like, hey, we need somebody who does poetry. That, that's, you know, because not all editors do the same work. Um, yes. You know, same genres and what have you. So that, that and that happened pretty fast. Yes, yes. I think did. I asked her <laughs> and like that day or the next day I had somebody to send you. So that was amazing. Um, yes. And then getting the audio book and it was just really good timing because you asked me about it because you knew I was doing the podcast and looking at doing audio recordings. Now that I live in LA, I can rent studio time and not have to worry. <laughs> about you know dogs barking and airplanes <laughs> flying overhead and studio time's pretty inexpensive here in LA because you know it's LA but um yes and I was able to send you to ECX which is owned by Audible and um tell me about that what was it like to hear your poetry read by the artist actually it was it was I loved it. The, the reason was because, again, this is another thing that I, I feel uh, the ease in the, in the process when I, uh, you know, you, you can put some material on the ACX and then people audition. And there was mm -hmm. one gentleman, his name is Barry, he auditioned and I love his voice. And later on, he, I found that he is, himself is a poet mm -hmm. and he, he does acting. And so that connected with him. It was as if, you know, he read it as if he has written himself, he could connect. So for me, that was very important. Someone mm. reads something that actually I can feel the energy. And mm -hmm. I, I like listening to him, listening to him. So that was for me, that was a, another sign and blessing that this is uh, he's done this way so I can be shared with his. Yeah, that was exciting. Yeah, that was, that was. <laughs> that was exciting. So again, readers, if you are into poetry and Sherman's poems are really sweet. I'm going to read a couple in this, in this episode. Um, you can find Sherman on Amazon, Kindle, Audible, and iTunes. He is on Twitter. So you can follow him on Twitter, but he's still kind of resurrecting his activity there. You can find <laughs> yeah. Sherman on Facebook. 
And what's your blog again, Sherwin? My blog, if you go to Sherwin, com. there's a subscription for blog. I have my weekly blog. I reflect on different issues that show up in my life or somebody's telling all, and I reflect on it. Uh, so if you go to SherwinHoja.com, you can subscribe to the blog uh, there. Sherwin is an amazing philosopher. And again, I've known him for years. He's one of my favorite people. Very heart-centered, very in tune, constantly growing and evolving as a person. Um, it, his blog always has amazing insights that, that cause you to think and and feel into your life and he's also an amazing photographer um, you can see him on instagram there as well um and that's shervin hojit right yes yeah on instagram just gorgeous photos uh, really if you're a reflective person if you're a soulful person if you're somebody who's Trying to make sense of this crazy, wacky world, Shervin asks a lot of very, very good questions. So I highly suggest you go to his blog and also get this book. Now I'm going to ask, um, actually, before I ask the last question, you and I were having an interesting conversation um, mm -hmm. before we started the recording, because that's what I do with all of my guests. In case you're a writer wanting to be on the show, I do not bite. <laughs> Make it easy. Um, we were talking about, since this episode is coming out Good Friday, right before Easter, and whether you follow that set of beliefs or not, the, the symbolism uh, for Easter is all about resurrection. And Shervin and I have both had an interesting couple of years. <laughs> and <laughs> to say the least. Um, and... Uh, it's, it's been good to, ha to have friends along the journey. But just the idea of resurrection, you know, is, is um, one that most people think has to be happy, happy, joy, joy. But when you kill off your old beliefs to build new ones, or they die off, or old parts of who you were, especially as you get older, um, things you thought about yourself, is those go away. There's, it, it can be painful. Um, birth isn't always uh, pretty. In fact, it's usually not. Um, it usually involves a bit of pain and blood and, and screaming, <clears throat> um, unless you're knocked out. Um, and so, um, how do you feel these poems helped in your own resurrection of self, Shervin? Well, these poems, they were acknowledging something in me. I was, I was feeling, and I basically, I acknowledged it by writing it, by writing it. And, and then gradually started sharing it because that's important. We, we have voices within us that we, we, we make it quiet, we don't listen to it for various reasons, to be liked, to, to do certain things. There's so many things we don't listen to our, to what's what's within us and you need to listen to it and at least write it down acknowledge it because that's very important if you if you don't listen to yourself who who do you who are you going to listen to i mean mm -hmm. you, at the end you are with yourself and that's really important no matter what happens you're gonna you're gonna have you 
So if you want to have you, you better listen to that. Get to know yourself. Get to know what is really deep within you. I, I think that's really important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And without judgment, and don't judge it. The most important things, whatever it is, if you're sad, if you're happy, disappointed, don't judge it. Just be an observer and mm-hmm. acknowledge it. It's like when a good friend comes to you, you really don't judge it. You say, don't, don't be like that. You just listen. Just the same thing you need to be. I, I feel I need to be with myself. And that was the biggest thing. It's just acknowledging myself and not judging it. Mm-hmm. That was, that was the, my biggest resurrection. Yeah. That's huge. That's the good stuff. And we do that weekly together yeah, at yes. Align Network International. Sherbin is uh, a member of the organization. People get to be members of when they join <laughs> the top tier um, of my Patreon. Um, but Sherbin's been a long time um, advocate for self-awareness and self-actualization. And that's what we do as a group. I know it sounds kind of wacky, but we do. We, we, we all are on our own on on our own paths, and uh, and just come together to celebrate each other, and every little small step we take <clears throat> towards living our best lives, really. So thank you, Shervin. Um, thank you. Your last question that mm-hmm. I ask everyone at the end of the day, as a writer, what's your greatest hope? Um, that readers, you know, what do they get from you? What are you hoping they get from you as a writer? What's your legacy in this? My legacy is connecting with their own heart, acknowledging what's going within them and sharing that, that joy and love and understanding with other people. That's really mm. what it is. Mm. Powerful, powerful stuff. Thank you so much for being my guest. Thank you very much for having me. All right. right. So stay tuned, guys. I'm going to be reading some of Shervin's poetry here on the show and maybe a little short story um, that I'm working on. Um, And you can hear that after the special message about Anchor.fm. It's always a little tricky reading poetry. Why would that be? Well, because it's easy to flub on a short story and kind of kick up and recover. You've got paragraphs for you, the reader or listener, to forget about it. Poems are often short. And so this is probably take four of Shervin Hojit's poetry. Some is titled, some is untitled. I'll let you know where it is. But all the poetry in this recorded segment is by Shervin Hojit. And remember, this isn't an audiobook. This is a reading. So enjoy, you're being read to. Get cozy, get comfy. I Found You by Shervin Hojit. I looked for you everywhere. I looked for you in the scriptures and books. I looked for you by performing rituals. I looked for you in the buildings. I looked for you in the ground. I looked for you in my parents. I looked for you in my mate. I could not find you. 
Where is this elusive being? It seemed that everyone knew of you, but me. I gave up looking for you after so long. I then found you. I found you in the sky's night by your winking at me. I found you in the flower by your smell. I found you in the butterfly by your dance. I found you in people by messages you sent me through them. I found you in my joy and sorrow. I found you in my laughter. I found you in me. Untitled. Let us become one again. Let us be a source of joy and laughter. Let us be an example of faith and trust. Let us abandon what weakens us. Let our love make us invincible. Let our love make us childlike. Let our love give us wings to fly together. Untitled. At dusk, I searched for my love in the empty room. At lunch, I searched for my love in vacant seats. At the beach, I searched for my love on desolate shores. At the dance, I searched for my love among many strangers. Where are you, my love? Bring your heart near me. Bring your lips near mine. The time is now. Come, come, my love. Untitled. Follow your heart. If you follow your heart, your soul will feel alive. If you follow your heart, your body will feel light. If you do not follow your heart wholly, you will kill your soul slowly. If you do not follow your heart, you will be dead from the start. If you do not follow your heart with play, you will be a lifeless butterfly in a display. I have a story or two to read along with poems if there's just not a whole lot of, of material there. There's only 3 minutes 33 seconds in last, that last segment. But I'm going to leave them. Listen to them again. They're beautiful words. Shervin is one of the uh, kindest, most gentle people I know. He's often work to get from his head to his heart and I think he's truly found his voice in his poems it's really worth going and reading his musings and thoughts on his blog at shervinhojet.com and that'll be in the description of the podcast so you can find that and go to his link Uh, he is on twitter you go follow him where I'm I'm bugging him to get more active in the community And uh, I urge you, again, go listen to those words again. They're very beautiful, thoughtful, heartfelt words. Dancing, laughing, singing, joy. We so often focus on what can go wrong in life. We often focus on what didn't happen right. We often focus on the shoulda, coulda, wouldas. And I see a lot of angst in the writing community, people who are hating their work, people who are hating their jobs, people who just want to kick back and relax. And yet we're here for the action. We're here to experience all of life. And when you take the safe route, when you take the route that doesn't make you feel alive, you do end up like that butterfly in a display case. Uh, 
I've been, uh, I had a hell of a week last week. Um, I still like my job, don't get me wrong. Um, but it was just uh, one of those weeks, lots of transition. And so been a little quiet on Twitter and a little quiet on the podcast. We're going to change the release date just so you know. We're not going to be coming out on Fridays. I just can't swing the podcast on Fridays. We'll be doing them on Sundays instead. And uh, that gives me a chance to be able to get people interviewed. All of May is booked. All of May is booked. So if I haven't got to you to book you yet, you're looking at June or July. Coming up in May, we are looking at uh, talking to people about editing, publishing, agenting, um, the whole business side of writing, because it's important to know these things as a writer if you want to get out there, whether you're self-published or you're choosing traditional, you want to have quality work. I'm very proud of Shervin. Again, I've known him for many years. I helped him find his way through the publishing process, finding an editor, getting cover design done. I urged him to put his best foot forward, even if it was just for him. So he's he's put together a beautiful work, and it is out and available. So, and it's even on Audible. So I sent him to ACX to go find a narrator. He did. He's thrilled. And so you can even find it on Audible. You can do these things, writers. You can get your voice heard. You don't have to do it all yourself. You can trade. You can save your pennies up and and hire a professional. It doesn't have to be super expensive. I know I traded my editor um, for time and and my skills. And uh, she's worth her weight in gold. So... Um, there's always a way, my friends. There's always a way. As I take a little sip of bourbon, because I have a little froggy throat, sitting on this beautiful evening, looking at the uh, lights in the distance, the illuminated palms from the moonlight, and a star or two twinkling through a marine layer of clouds trying to form a little bit of haze. It could be smog. I like to think of it as clouds. It was a beautiful Easter today. I was out with my family, connecting, having experiences, walking around the Arboretum, the Los Angeles County Arboretum, with exotic plants from all over, being visited by geckos and peacocks, and took some reference photos because you never know, it might take place in a story. So. Here is to connecting with you more frequently after this uh, hectic week where it was a week by Monday, I can tell you that much, and uh, I will be getting patrons' perks up during lunch breaks this week, I promise. It's been a lot of big changes moving from Sedona to LA, and things are going well. It's a good life when you choose to live it. I'm LA Rivers. I'll see you next time on 1001 LA Nights.